Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, Chodesh Tov. We're continuing our discussion of the Halachot Purim. Today we're going to focus on Ta'anit Ested and the Minhag of Zechel Machatzit Sheker. <clears throat> so first of all, Ta'anit Ested, he writes the following, Minhag is kol Israel od mitkufat ha-geonim. It's a custom from the time of the geonim. Le'itanot be'yud gimel be'adar. To fast on the 13th day of Adar. Zecher, in, re- in remembrance, le'ta'aniot she'hit'anta Ester lifnei she'nichnesa el ha'melech k'deh le'vatel et ha'gezera uh, this is a remembrance of the fast that Esther had to uh, took upon herself before she entered the king's chamber to get the decree annulled. And as well, it's a remembrance of the fast that the whole Jewish population uh, took upon themselves on that year, on the 13th of Adar. That was the Gezer of Haman that all the Jews should be decimated and annihilated on that day. But as a result of the Puri miracle, Haman was hung, we know that. Mordechai and Esther rose into power. Esther was already king, a queen, but Mordechai rose into the power. Now there was his decree to allow the Jews to uh, defend themselves. And that was done through an Igeret, through a letter that was signed by Chasveros. To allow the Jews on the 13th of Adar, instead of being killed, to go and kill and defend themselves. The, the, the first Gezerah was not annulled. Anything that was stamped and sealed by the king cannot be mitpatel. Turns out that all the people, the, the haters, the enemies of the Jewish people, were allowed to go and kill the Jews. That was a day that was permitted for all the enemies of the Jewish people to kill the Jews. And to counter-attack, the Jews were able to, or had permission to go and defend themselves. Even though Mordechai was already now second to the king, the danger was still very large. They required tremendous levels of rahamim, mercy from Hashem, in order to overpower, strengthen the enemies and to kill them. The Jews that weren't needed to fight, they were awakened to do Teshuvah, they fasted on that day, as 
as is known and accepted among Am Yisrael, that at times of tzara, of pain, of agony, of affliction, we are mitoreh b'tshuva, we awaken ourselves to do teshuva. Ve'en teshuva gedola yoter me'asher teshuva al-shayideh ta'anit. And the greatest level of teshuva comes with ta'anit, with fasting. Asher mezachechet et chumriyuto shel adam because it cleanses the chumriyut, the physicality of the person, because you are, you are abstaining from any food and physical pleasure. And brings back the ruchniyut to the place that it's supposed to be. So that's the story. That's why every year Jews fast on the 13th of Adar. Remembrance of this fast. There are still a lot of enemies that want to kill us. You can't, you can't say that, ah, what happened in the time of Purim doesn't, doesn't apply anymore. What do you mean doesn't apply anymore? Every day we see more and more anti-Semitic remarks. Yeah, today there was a guy going around and we saw the video in Florida. It was in, we saw the guy with the, with the phone, with the megaphone screaming at the Jews. Uh, you know, it's disgusting, very public. And uh, this is what's happening uh, in, in the countries that we live in. Uh, here in Canada, probably uh, worse in the U.S. But okay, it doesn't matter. It is, uh, it is happening. So you can't say that doesn't apply. So we have to fast on Yud Gimel Be'adar because it's still indeed very much prevalent in our times. Um, we need the Teshuvah, of course. Kichlal, as a rule, Din Kal The fast, however, is a little bit lighter than in comparison to some of the other lighter fasts. We say lighter fast, it means all the fasts other than, Rosh, uh, than Yom Kippur and uh, Tisha B'Av. Uh, the 17th of Tammuz, um, the, uh, the Asara Betevet, uh, were, were established by the Chachamim. However, this one, it was, it was, Kovea uh, through through the, what turned out to be uh, the the minhag it, was, it wasn't uh, officially stamped by the the by the prophets of the, of the time it was just it became a very big minhag and we keep that minhag. There's not much difference between what we keep and uh, and what we don't keep between let's uh, say the 17th of Tammuz and uh, and that uh, and Ta'anit um, Some of the uh, some of the areas where we are more uh, lenient with Ta'anit Esther would be, for example, um, someone that just gave birth, a woman that just gave birth, okay, uh, 24 months, we say that she's, uh, she is a petura when it comes to uh, Ta'anit Esther, versus the other, the other fast, okay, where some say 30 days, some say 3 months, it depends on who you hold like, that, that, that there will be petura. But with Ta'anit Esther, you can go even up to 2, up to two years, 24 months, with a, where a woman who gave birth doesn't have to fast. Also with regards to uh, Achatan and Kala. Achatan and Kala on the seven days of their uh, Sheva Brachot. Um, the, um, the, there as well, there, there would be Chayav in, their, in the other Tzomot, but there would be Patur from uh, Ta'anit Esther. Um, and as well, in um, Baalei Brit, also those people that, have, uh, that, that are part of the Brit Milah, okay, when it comes to Ta'anit Esther, they are, uh, we're, we're more Mekil when it comes in comparison to the other ones. Okay, 
uh, in terms of the tefillot that we say on Ta'anit Aser, is very much similar to that that we do in the other fast. Ulam, however, one major difference, Kevan Shehu Erev Purim, since Ta'anit Aser is on the eve of Purim, En Noflim Apayim Bamincha. We don't say Tahanun, there's no Nefilat Apayim, because like we do normally on a, on a Mincha prior to a, a holiday, we don't say Tahanunim. Ulminhag Ashkenazim, the Ashkenazim that have the custom, Shiragilim Lomara Avinu Malkenu. Ashkenazi brothers have the custom to recite the Avinu Malkenu during every fast. They open up the Echal and they say the Avinu Malkenu. Okay. Beshacharit Uminchal Shetanit. En Omrim Avinu Malkenu Bamincha. They wouldn't say Avinu Malkenu on, uh, on Tanit Esther by Purim, on by Mincha, because again, there's no Tachanunim, so we don't say Avinu Malkenu. Now, Sometimes Tanit Eser or Yud Gimel Ba'adar falls out on Shabbat. If that's the situation, Kasher Yud Gimel Ba'adar Chal B'Shabbat, Maktimim Et Tanit Liyom Chamishi. We 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 bring early the fast. The fast is uh, done on the fifth on the on the Thursday. It doesn't get pushed off because Sunday would be Purim. So therefore, um, that doesn't work. So it has to be on the Thursday before. Ve'Azai Tanit Ena Be'Erev Purim. Uh, so if that's the case, then Tanit Aser um, is not followed by Purim. So on Mincha of Tanit Aser, you would say you're Tachanun. You would say like like normal, like a normal uh, fast day. Okay. Zechel lemachatzit ha-shekel. Noagim latet tzedakah bechodesh adar. Zechel lemachatzit ha-shekel. There's a custom to give tzedakah on the month of Adar, which we call... We would, uh, people would give this machatita shekel, which we read about last week, um, to purchase the korbanot of the tzibur. Now that purchase was only going to take place for korbanot brought in, in the month, starting from the month of Nisan, but we, we collect it now so that we can purchase it, uh, uh, for the future. The best time to give zechel machatita shekel, Right before Mincha of Ta'anit Esther. Not afterwards. Okay. Okay. You get it right before. Because in addition to the Ta'anit that we are fasting to atone for our sin, to do Teshuvah, like we just mentioned, the Tzedakah assists that. It assists the Ta'anit. It adds to it. No, well, you know, Tanit and, and Tzedakah, beautiful. It, it helps our Teshuvah. It emphasizes the importance of our Teshuvah. So we want to do it while it's still uh, the Tanit. Yeshena Agu latet machatzit me'amatbeah mekubal be'oto makom. Some say that you give the the half of the of the of the currency that you are currently find yourself, the place that you currently find yourself. And some have the custom to give three halves of that currency. Because the word teruma is, uh, is mentioned three times in, um, in Parashat Shekalim. So therefore we give three halves. This is the custom as brought down by the Ramah. Beyamenu, okay, he's, he's talking about Israel. Okay, in Israel, they, 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 their currency is shekel. According to this custom, if you were following this custom, then you would give three halves of a shekel, which is one and a half shekel. Okay, that's what you would give, according to this custom. 
שם זה, you gotta give the worth of a machatita shekel. היינו שיווי כסף טהור במשקל של עשר גרם. That you give the, the value of a pure silver that is ten uh, grams. וכל המנהגים, that's what we do here, okay? That's, uh, that's our custom. So uh, that's why we usually calculate it around ten dollars. It fluctuates throughout the year, but we usually just do ten dollars. Used to be seven dollars a long time ago, but silver has gone up. Alright, anyway, so ten dollars. Bechola minagim kesherim, all the minagim are kasher, However, you should know the more you give, Hashem will reward you. You're right. So you, so you gotta, you, you're right. You gotta give, you gotta give the, uh, remember, this is not, this is zechele machatita shekel. It's not the actual machatita shekel. Because now we don't have a bet amidash today. It's only given done in, remember, you wanna give more? Okay, chazar baruch. Okay, but the guy that gives one and a half shekel and the guy that gives, uh, the, the, the ten dollars, okay, technically the guy giving one and a half shekel is, is giving less than the guy giving ten, ten, or whatever, whatever the value of silver is. But that's okay. Call a few minago. Yeah. Half shekel is 10 grams. Each half shekel, or all three. Half a shekel of pure silver. Yeah. It would be $10 here in Canada. Of silver. Yeah. yeah. Silver dollar. The silver dollar. What is the value of a silver dollar? And divide that in a pure silver dollar. That's our currency. Canadian. Canadian. All right, so what would be that the, there is there, there is $17. Okay. $17. So half of that half of that is eight and a half dollars. So we round up to ten and we call it we call it a day. No, 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 no. That's what that's a separate custom brought by the Rama. Alright? That's a separate custom brought by the Rama. We just do like like Zev calculated. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so that's why we say ten dollars. Yeah. Um, okay, so now who has to give? Uh, who, uh, this is a good question that comes up every year. All right, so we're going to get to our custom soon. Some say that this only applies to men 20 and older. Because they were the ones that were obligated to give the machatita shekel. No one else. 20 years plus, men. And there are those who say, Even uh, 13 plus. You're a bar mitzvah boy, you gotta give. Some say, even the little ones. Wait, we're getting to girls now. Chaim says, even women have to bring. And that is what we are knowing today. Every single member of the household. Even the fetus that is inside the tummy, you're going to give a machasita shekel for that one as well. Um, I, w- I, w- for, I, I believe that at this point it's just a, ma- it's just a matter of tzedakah. Um, um, even though you, uh, we're going to see now you can't take it from, from ma'asir. 
All right? Um, but nevertheless, it's just, it's, uh, it's a zecher. The zecher is we want the zecher to be with everybody. But listen, the, 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 the Mal said there are people that hold, the Ramah brings down, that it's only men, the people that it apply to. Right? Um, how it expanded over time? I'm not sure how it expanded over time, but uh, it seems to be that that's the accepted minhag. I don't know about any other minhagim that, that hold differently, um, but that's, that's what seems to be, uh, seems to be done. Now this money, although it is tzedakah, you cannot give it from your ma'asir. Okay, your ma'asir is a 10%, the minimum 10% that you have to give to, to tzedakah. Why is it that? If it's tzedakah, why cannot give it to tzedakah? Why not give it from your ma'asir? She'en adam rashai lekayem mitzvat, mitzvot uminagim shuchayab bahem mikaspe ma'asir kesafim. Because if it's a mitzvah or a, or a strong minhag, it cannot be done through maaser money. I cannot buy my lulav with maaser money. Okay, I cannot give zechel machazita shekel. I cannot do mishloach manot matanot levyonim with maaser money, as we're going to see. It can't be done. Now, aval mishna haglatet zechel machazita shekel keminhag amachmir. Let's say he always gave, uh, you know, like we said, ten dollars. And all his, uh, all of his children, even the fetus, everybody's giving. And now all of a sudden he's in a situation, you know, just inflation is going through the roof. Uh, no one got that one? Okay, fine. Uh, the, the, it's, go, it's going through the roof. Times are difficult. Things are hard. Interest rates. It's hard to pay, pay bills. So, and he needs help. He, you know, he has master money and he would rather use that. So what does he do? His portion, his portion, because he's 20, he's an adult male, 20 years and older, he has to give it regular. No, no, uh, no, uh, ma'asir. And the rest of the family, the wives and the little children, in a situation where, where he's in or he's trouble or he's in financial difficulties, so in that situation he would be permitted to give from Maaser, uh, but not for himself, but rather from the rest of the family. We'll continue with Hashem tomorrow.